Welcome back, Zero to Hear podcast fans. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode, catching up with uh, one of my faves in the real estate industry, Corey Martin, runs a team in uh, East Vancouver, also part owner of the Stillhaven Brokerage. Chatting all things real estate with him, how his business has, has adapted, uh, what clients are saying, how basically we wake up every morning in our industry now and learn something new about interest rates and recommendations and restrictions. Uh, very interesting conversation. A lot of good stuff in here. Have a listen. Would love to hear your feedback. Shoot us a message. Write us a review. so much for jumping on i'm uh i'm pumped like we've done a couple deals together yes we know of each other i'm sure i <laughs> am a big fan of the ruth and david team i know you guys uh are one of the best out there in uh, your thank neck you, of the woods man. thank you life's changed so much in real estate in the last few weeks eh? it's been pretty dramatic because yeah. how long have you been in the industry the you know i was actually just talking to the other agents that still even recently. I, I started late 2008, literally weeks before the global financial crisis. Wow. And so, you know, I've um, some familiar feelings in some ways to the way that the market reacted uh, at that time to what's going on now. Obviously, uh, quite different than than then in different circumstances, but um, the market reactions feel uh, a little similar. Interesting. Okay. That's right when uh, Jamie started as well like middle mm. 2008 or something like that. Yeah. And so he was comparing the two as well. I, it seems like I, I didn't go through that. Obviously I've been in the industry six years, but it seems like every day is educational for me. Like I wake up in the yes. morning and there's a new announcement or interest rates have changed or now landlords can't evict people, you know, like there's like <laughs> every day there's something different. Yeah. So it's like a constant learning curve and I'm just trying to keep up to date with it. <laughs> But it's it, like, it's it, not it, easy. It, no, totally. It makes our, uh, like conversations with clients very challenging. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, first thing I'll say is I can't believe you've only been in the business day, six years. Day. <laughs> You're, uh, doing deals together. You're a pro. So it's been a pleasure. That's impressive. Good for you. I appreciate that. Thank um, you. the, you know, it seems like every day it's, a you either you know you're either getting an email from the real estate council the real estate association the real estate board or all three <laughs> and then you know brokerage level announcements and it's just you know then you see what's happening in the media and you know you're getting the, all the bombarded by you know different announcements for mortgage brokers and whatnot who are who are themselves to their credit doing what they can to stay on top of things as well with this like ever-changing landscape I totally. mean, on all levels right and it's you know from it's all these different associations but then there's also all three levels of government right municipal regulations provincial federal and it's just you're absolutely right every day it's like if you don't double check everything before you talk to a client there's a good chance you might have missed a new development for sure how has your guys business changed in the last couple of weeks Obviously, like as an industry, we've kind of, we've taken a step back from open houses. A lot of, like, I'm kind of getting mixed feelings from agents, uh, you know, throughout Fraser Valley and Greater Vancouver of how they're conducting business, whether they're continuing to show properties or they're just saying, let's pause for three, four weeks and see what happens. 
But how have you totally. guys kind of adjusted? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm hearing very similar sentiments, right? And, you know, it's interesting because now as a co-owner of a real estate brokerage, it's, right. you know, you're having communications with, you know, we've got 50, you know, about 55 agents. So going through, you know, everybody's feelings and, and getting a sense of where they're at. And I agree with you. It's a bit of a mixed bag. I think that as a whole, uh, I find that most people are struggling with, you know, what is the right decision, right? And where do I draw the line and, and what's the right thing to do here? Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, for myself and my team specifically, you know, we're, you know, it was interesting when we got the government came out and, and labeled us as an essential service, right? Which right. I I agree with in, in many ways. I think that it's really important for everybody, especially agents, to understand what that means exactly. You know, it doesn't mean business as usual. Yeah. It certainly doesn't for us. I mean, we, but when you've got clients who are you know, whether it's the seller who's already purchased the property and they need to get their home sold or a seller who is needing to sell because they could face really challenging financial situations or whatever the case may be, there are, there are scenarios, I think, where our services are still needed. And I think that for us in particular, um, you know, I won't speak for, for others, but we have been in a position where we're absolutely limiting, um, our interactions, uh, certainly on a personal, you know, one-to-one and, and showings and, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, I was, I was laughing because I, I had a, a listing bef- you know, about a week and a half ago where it was just before things really started to kick off. It, mm-hmm. it was, it was, uh, you know, it, it's, it really started going, but it wasn't at it, where it is now. And it took me almost five and a half hours to get five groups through to show a property. <laughs> right. And I was there with my full like CSI crime setup, my bucket of sanitizers and Lysol and wipes and and rubber gloves and the whole thing. And I I, I think it uh it's just a different uh, a different approach. But for sure there's those clients that I think that we have the fiduciary duty to to protect who've enlisted us that they need our services. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think I would hope that people aren't out there, you know, door knocking and and aggressively prospecting things like that. Because I just really think it's not the time, um, and doesn't reflect well on us as an industry or, you know, our individual teams. Right? I think uh, I think it's a time for us to really be putting everybody's safety at the forefront, whether it's your personal safety, your team, your the clients, your everybody. I think we've got a we've got a duty to do what we can to you know, as they say, flatten the curve. Totally. We're like, it sounds like we're kind of handling things as like pretty similar to how your team is, is changing and still showing properties cautiously and asking buyers to like, we do property videos for every property. So have a look at the property video clear. Like it walks you through and shows you the view, it shows you the exact size of all these rooms. Like you can get a pretty good sense of what the property is going to look like. And if at that yeah. point you think you're going to write an offer, then okay, we'll meet you one-on-one with our hazmat suits on, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I've never, and it, it honestly, it's gotten better in the last, let's say week or so. We, I've had a few private showings that have been less awkward, but for the first two, like week and a half of this, I've, I don't think of myself as a really awkward human. I f- feel like I'm slightly charismatic and I can talk to people. 
but I've totally. never had so many awkward interactions. Like no one knows what to do. People are sticking yeah. their elbow out at me. Yeah. You know what the, the funniest thing I've had happen is? Oh my gosh. Just read it. Like, okay. First of all, where did it come? Like, where did this start that it's required for humans to touch each other at, at the beginning of social interaction? Like, why is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Why do we need to shake hands or elbows or anything? Yeah. Why can't we just totally. like say hello, you know, a quick wave or a bow? Like, sure. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's, it's been so awkward. One of the weirdest things that happened, yeah. the agent comes up to the door standing like 10 meters away from me, probably yelling at me, you know, this is just crazy talking about how uh, things are changing. He's got hand sanitizer in his pocket. Uh, yeah. Then he walks through the door and he hands me his business card. <laughs> oh no. I'm like, dude, you, <laughs> you just talking about not... It, contacting why are you handing me your business card he's like oh yeah good point good point i'll put that away it's just those reflexes right <laughs> hilarious right it's just uh, yeah it's been uh it's been a challenge for sure it seems yeah. like the recommendations are changing weekly on how to conduct business and totally. obviously trying to be as cautious as we can but i just mm -hmm. like it's strange how awkward everything is feeling even posting things on social media i am yes. so we've been doing a bunch more video marketing video this year. Yeah. And a few weeks ago, uh, a little over two weeks ago, maybe we had a shoot and we're just starting to get that marketing material back now, edited, ready to go. Yeah. But we're obviously not standing six feet away. Like we're interacting with other people in these videos. Right. So posting right. them is awkward. And I've had people comment being like, Hey, you guys need to take this seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, I, oh. <laughs> I, did, I had a disclaimer in the video saying this was taped three weeks ago. Yeah, this wasn't totally. recommended at the time. Yeah. So it's just like every single step of the business now that yeah. we're we're going through, whether it be marketing online or yeah. any in-person interactions are just like, it's awkward. It totally. Yeah. It's like learning to walk all over again. Totally. Right. It's, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, we've been, uh, we've actually, our team has, has admired the, the, step up in video content that you guys have produced and have actually started to inspire us a bit as well. So cool, you guys thanks. are doing a, a great job with it. Thank you. And, uh, you know, and I think that the, the thing too is that it was already, the marketing was already going that way. Like it's, you know, there are people with really great video content for sure. We're seeing a benefit on their listings and exposure and everything, which is great. But I mean, now even more so, right. Totally. With, because we're doing the same thing. I mean, we, as a, on a brokerage level, we, we created a, a COVID-19 questionnaire basically that people have to respond to before they're going to get access to a property. Hmm. Um, and so basically like people actually have to fill it out and, and sign off on it just so that it's not that it's going to be a binding <laughs> legal document right. of any kind, but it's really just making people think. Right. right? Um, and we're the same, you know, we were just talking about social media content recently, uh, like within the last couple of days is, you know, what's appropriate, what's, where's the line of what to be posting right now? You know, there's, for us, it's like, you know, if you have, if you are putting up a new listing or you've recently sold something, I think that, you know, we're, we're okay to do that. But for, I've seen that there has been some stuff going out there still where people are like still grinding, still doing it. Nothing's changed. We're still going. And I actually think that that's a really, you know, it's not the best message to be sending out right now. Um, so we're, we're definitely being more conscious of, of what we put out and how we do it. And, uh, yeah, we've gotten some similar feedback. I know where people have talked, made comments like that, where like, you guys are too close to each other. What are you doing? Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like, well, this wasn't from today. My iPhone editing skills are not that good. <laughs> <laughs> and so clearly it's coming from a professional, right? But um, 
yeah, it's, and then the, the interactions have been totally bizarre, right? At first I, had, I was telling uh, my team, as I had this showing not long ago, you know, since things really started to, um, you know, escalate and I qualified the agent, I qualified the, their client through the agent and really made them review the floor plans, the 3d floor plans, the video and to the point where, okay. And it was actually even, can you match these closing dates if you like it? And yeah. it was all, all the right answers. Um, and then they showed up and kind of scoffed at the idea of taking a dose of hand sanitizer um, when he got to the door. So I, so I actually told them they, they were free to not come in <laughs> if that was the case, right? And I just said, listen, out of respect for my client and my safety and your own personal safety, like this is just a precaution that needs to happen, right? And they came around and it was all good and it became a laugh by the end of it. But, um, you know, they, I'm, uh, you know, obviously we're doing this on, on the phone, but I'm, I'm not a small person. So when I kind of stood in and blocked the doorway, <laughs> they're kind of like, Oh, he's not kidding. <laughs> and, uh, I don't like have to do that, but it was, um, you know, it's an interesting turn of events and I don't, you know, for the foreseeable future, that's just going to be the new normal that we have to get used to. What, what have you guys seen in the last couple of weeks in terms of, uh, like client perception are are people still wanting to get out and see properties are you are new listings calling you guys are or has yeah. that kind of activity really died down the last couple of weeks i mean overall for sure there's been a, a drop in activity mm -hmm. right i mean that's we're you know i think your team and, and my team are pretty similar danny in that we're you know we're we do a fair bit of volume and we all you know, we like to be high energy and we, we are, uh, kind of on the go all the time. So for us to, I think probably similar to you guys, when there's even a little bit of a slowdown, we, we notice it pretty quickly. For sure. Right? And, you know, and then when you're doing the, as much online content as you guys do, and as we do, it's, you, you really start to see where the, where the online activity is and where the metrics are. And I think so for sure, we've, we've seen a slowdown. There's no question. I think that, uh, you know, we've definitely had clients who've kind of pulled back on their plans to wait things out and see. And, you know, not, you know, some of them are because of wanting to see what happens with the market. Some of them are just wanting to do their part and, and stay home and, and not be, you know, even taking any level of risk, which I totally respect. Yeah. And then there's been, um, you know, we've had, a, we do have a few listings here and there uh, and a couple of new ones now and again, much lower scale than, normal and definitely um you know only with specific scenarios sure but those properties are still getting quite a bit of activity there i know right and you know it's a different type of activity maybe but we're still getting requests to view we're still getting um offers through i mean we had two properties get accepted offers this week or i guess within the last week on, on listings of ours because our listings have definitely you know, we've pulled back on the listing side for sure. And we've had buyers that are wanting to get out there. But I think for myself, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dad of two young kids. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's my son's fourth birthday today, actually. Oh, is it? Um, and yeah. Yeah. Happy and, birthday. Uh, thanks, man. And, you know, I've got a mom who is a community health nurse and she's out there and, and working the front lines. I've got, you know, friends who work in those fields. I've got a client who's an emergency doctor. So just you know, all these different things for me just add some added perspective that maybe not everybody has, um, where, uh, you know, it's gotta be a pretty, 
like it's got to be a pretty sure thing for me to be going out um anywhere with a buyer and it's it, for me it's i'm not going out and showing tons of properties if, if somebody's jumping up and down like i have to get in there and there's a very specific reason it has to happen in a quick time frame mm-hmm. you know then we'll then we'll figure it out but similar way i would ask another agent to review all the online content and review everything before they book a viewing of one of my listings i do the same thing with my buyer clients right now uh before act, uh, requesting access and for that's sure. out of respect for you know the clients on the other side the other agent myself my own health and their health for sure right it's just um and also just uh, you know there's a big part of me that um wants to kind of stay the f home right like totally, they're totally. like they keep putting out there have you um have you seen any delay or challenge with booking trades and stuff like that I know because we've had a couple inspections in the last week and yep. the home inspectors are requesting that no one is home. They We leave yep. property on a lockbox so they can get in by themselves. They don't even want to meet mm-hmm. us there. Um, but And then I've had appraisers call and say, hey, we're not doing in-person appraiser, appraisals anymore. Can you answer these few questions for me? Um, <laughs> and I just send them the video and all the, the photos and floor plans so that they've got all that marketing material yep. so they can essentially walk through a property. But like a, there's a lot more that goes into a real estate transaction than I think a lot of people even understand or aware of. And it's like yes. all the way down that chain, there's adjustments in business practices. So even just like a fluid transaction that might take a week now could potentially take a little bit longer because of all those extra steps that people are taking in their mm-hmm. businesses. Have you had problems with uh, like booking any of those types of appointments? we're you know we're starting to run into some challenges a little bit um you know not so much well a little bit on the trade side too i mean we had a it wasn't one of the listings but one of my partner's um properties uh, she has a rental property and like she's got these amazing tenants and the guy sent an email he's like i'm so sorry that this is happening right now but of course they get a leak um <laughs> right from one of the bathrooms and so trying to get a plumber uh on site asap was very challenging right in fact i think it's taking about a week and they're supposed to come in a couple of days so hopefully that doesn't change if things are to escalate but on the service provider within the industry i mean first you nailed it i think a lot of people don't realize how many balls are in the air at all times mm-hmm. right that if any one of those balls falls and hits the ground the whole thing can collapse mm-hmm. and so now adding extra steps to each one of those layers can for sure be be challenging right and you know, for example, if you've got a, a listing where there's a tenant and they're not comfortable having people access their home, well, h- how are you supposed to tell them that's not okay? Totally. <laughs> right? I, you, you have to you have to respect that. At least I feel that you do. And so, what we've seen on the appraisal side is is you're right is that they're looking at a lot of the online content. They've actually we've actually had a request where they will basically asking you to FaceTime right. or the, or yeah. even the even the the homeowner to basically take a walk through the property with them and they'll still show up and do their measurements on the exterior and take the exterior photos, but they're not going inside the property. Mm. Um, and I think it's very cool that they're adapting and, and still, you know, they're keeping that part of the the chain moving. So because obviously they're such a, a, you know, an imperative part of the process and that the banks have stepped up and they've said, you know, we're don't worry, things are going to get funded. Things are going to happen there. They're like you said, there might be a little bit more, um, of a delay in the background than there has been in the past. So we have to be ready for that, but they're, they're finding ways to make it work. You know, we had a, um, 
we've chat, chatted with a few of the larger law firms because obviously a lot of clients are like, you know, what happens? What if, what if the law office can't open? What if I can't go see them? What if I can't, you know, what if land titles closes and all these things? And so getting reassurances from the lawyers and the, um, and the land titles offices that, you know, things will continue to proceed as normal, at least for this foreseeable future, barring, you know, more extreme stuff happening. But for now it's, it's, but yeah, I mean, making sure that all, everything is going to move along is, is tough. For sure. Are you having, um, difficulty? Cause I know I am in the last week or so in just providing advice to people and answering questions a lot. I had someone yesterday saying, I've got this home for uh, that I want to list for sale. We plan to list the first week of April. If this health concern keeps going for three months and I list it in July when this is done or whatever it is, what's the market going to be like in July? <laughs> like how, <laughs> yeah. how do you answer yeah. those questions? Loaded, yeah. loaded yeah. questions. Yeah. You know, I think that for me and at least the advice that I've kind of offered to um, other agents and, and within our team is that, you know, I think, I think that sometimes, um, r- real estate professionals can get in a habit of giving kind of blanket information Yes. where, you know, this is what's going on with the market. Yes. This is going to be a great time. Yes. You know, spring when things start blooming and whatever this, is, it, we have to be really careful about that. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. now more so than ever, because I think every single situation is going to be totally unique and different people's level of motivation and what they're trying to do. And I think really getting to the root of all that before giving any type of advice, I think is going to be, you know, I think that's an important step no matter what, but now it's even more crucial. Right. And, um, but yeah, as far as where people feel, you know, they, when they want to know what's going to happen with the market, I think it's, you know, and this may echo some of what Jamie was saying as well. I'm not sure, but the, for me, you know, I, um, for those who don't know, I, I, you know, work a lot, uh, in East Vancouver. That's kind of my primary market. That's where I do a ton of my business. And back then we saw about a four month slowdown, three to four months. And we saw obviously a a dip in prices and dip in activity, but within six months, we were way right back up to the level activity. And within seven, we'd actually surpassed previous sales peaks, uh, for price and volume. So it, it has potential to recover very quickly. I think that that X factor right now is we just don't know how long that's going to be. Totally. Right. Is it, are we, you know, in quarantine mode like this for the next two weeks? If we get good news, is it a month? We just don't know yet. It's so early. Yeah. I think the next few weeks will be very telling. And then beyond that, I think that when the dust settles, I do think that we'll enter into a pretty robust market though, because we, you know, I'm sure you guys are feeling it as well, but really it felt like the market was just starting to, kind of roar back to life where there was more inventory coming up for and product for the pent up demand. The interest rates were, you know, in the buyer's favor. There was starting to be quite a bag of activity. We're seeing multiple offers happen quite often again. There were some big prices happening again. Um, still not quite recovered to the peaks of the market in in my primary marketplace at least. But um and then, you know, the tap just kind of turned off again totally. when all this started hitting. So I definitely think there's potential for uh, a pretty robust marketplace uh, when the smoke clears. I think like even just for us specifically, we've had, I'd say at least five listings that would be listing early April, just hanging on and seeing what happens. Yeah. So 
if one, if our one team has five, I'm sure you guys have it that much or yeah. more. As soon as health scares go away and we're, the recommendation to stay inside is gone, all those people are going to be listing. So there's just going to be a, like a ton of inventory, which for me, I think on a buyer side would be a good thing. Right. Yeah. Like right now, you know there's just not much new inventory and anything. Yeah. Seems like things that are coming up are not necessarily the good ones on good streets that are, you know, those top tier properties. It's more like the totally. people who are want, like still wanting to move. Maybe that young family that just had their second kid who now can't live in that two bedroom condo and they, sure, you know, they need to make the jump. It just doesn't work for their family anymore. And yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it's a guess obviously. And it depends, I think a lot on time of year too. Like if we're inside for the next couple months and we get a turnaround in October, probably is a slow, like a still a slow fall, but lots of new listings. It's, I don't know. It's, it's a challenge to give people advice right now. It, totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. And, and like you said, it's uh it's a bit of a guess, right? Mm -hmm. It's anybody's, it's anybody's guess. I think that, uh, you know, just what we were seeing. And that's why I'm also specific about, you know, the, the pockets that I work exclusively because yeah. it's, you know, I, when I start stepping out of my, you know, my specialized areas, it's like, you know, I can't speak to them as well, but I think that for us there, you know, if we do see that inventory grow, I don't think that, cause I, I we're similar to you guys. We have listings that are kind of on hold, just waiting to see when the right time will be. And we've got some stuff that will come up sooner just because of circumstance. Yeah. But I don't know that there's enough of that inventory in the marketplaces we work that will match uh, buyer demand. Totally. Or it will, you know, or it will, um, there will be enough buyer demand where it's not going to be, you know, a big slowdown or it's going to turn into a huge buyer's market. That's my, my personal opinion. Yeah. And again, I, I kind of bring it back to the way things went in 08, 09, was that, you know, I remember you know, when I started, I was fortunate to start with my aunt and uncle who were a pretty prominent brand already. And they kind of brought me into the business. And we ended up actually having a really good year at that time because people wanted the comfort of going with a, an established brand rather than somebody who was brand new or, or, or something along those lines just because they were nervous. They wanted that reassurance of somebody who has a track record, right? Yeah. And, um, but what we saw was that I remember having open houses even back then. And, there'd be people coming through it for sure. There was people who were pretty bullish, right? That they were waiting for the right time to strike and you know, that they weren't, we weren't quite at the bottom yet and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I ended up remember seeing them, you know, six at eight months, a year later when the market had recovered and they weren't looking at detached houses anymore. They were looking at townhouses right. uh, or they were looking at condos because the market, when it turned back, it turned back pretty quickly. And I, uh, I would, you know, it's a hard, like you said, it's anybody's guess. I, I think that there's a good chance it's going to go that way again. Um, maybe not with the same recovery in prices, just because we didn't see as large of a dip in prices yet right. as well. So I don't know that it'll explode back up that way, but I think the level of activity will be, will be comparable, right? Yeah. I think we'll be back to um, potentially, you know, more than one buyer on a property and more than anything, just at a, a pace that's, that's quite fast. Yeah. How are you guys taking advantage of slow times right now to grow for the future? I know a, lo a lot of agents are are just kind of sitting at home and saying, oh, this is a nice two week yeah. vacation. But like yeah. from a business perspective, from an entrepreneur, entrepreneur's perspective, how 
how do we take advantage of a slow time like this to, to, you know, benefit us six months down the road when this is gone? Well, I think, uh, I think a lot of people should take a look at what you're doing, Denny, and what your team's doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest. I mean, you guys are still putting out content and offering information and staying in touch with people, communicating. I think that there's a real, um, you know, there's a real risk to be taken by people who stop, like who put their foot on the brake while this is happening. You know, it's, we're still professionals and we still need to be working, but the, the type of work we're doing might be a little bit different. You know, for people who make themselves a schedule every day, I think their schedule probably looks a little different now than it did before. <laughs> but if we're not staying in constant communication with our client base and letting people know what's going on and keeping them informed. And I think, you know, speaking to them with, you know, I, I, you spoke to it earlier about staying on top of all these changes. If you're not able to speak to them with some confidence and yes. some reassurance to their personal situation, uh, you know, I think that's what they're looking to us for. They're not looking to us for, to have a crystal ball and be able to predict exactly what's going to happen. But I think they, they need to know that we are educated on what's going on and that we're on top of things and that we, you know, it might even just be, um, you know, reaffirming something that they've already heard, but they need to be hearing from us. And I think that if people aren't setting themselves up to hit the ground running when the smoke clears, um, I think those are the, those are the people who are really going to struggle. I think so. I think you guys are doing a lot of great things. There's some other teams out there and individual agents for that matter as well, who are, who I think are doing a great job of, of, um, you know, staying in touch with people and putting their faces out there and, and staying positive and like positivity, man, I know you, you talk about it a lot and my mindset and positivity, uh, in times like this is like so crucial, huge, right? It's just so crucial. It, it's so easy for people to fall out of routine and kind of just sit on the couch and, and get complacent. And I think, you know, I have this, there's this part of me that, you know, when when I see a break, it's, I want to take it too, but, uh, and I think it's okay to take some of those, but if you don't keep doing those little things every day and keep a positive attitude as we move forward, I mean, it's really easy for it to take a, a sharp turn quickly. It's easy. So in something like that, obviously there's so much negativity on social media, in news articles that you're reading, the headlines are always negative. I'm finding a lot of value in sending out, whether it's emails, texts, depending on who, who past clients are, but just connecting with past clients that I haven't talked to in a few months or, or a year and hearing their perspectives. They're like, yeah, it's kind of great. I'm at home with my dog all day. I'm still working full time, but like I'm in my pajamas and it's, it's wicked. I get to hang out with my dog. (laughs) So it's, it's kind of cool just to like one great opportunity to connect with past clients for sure right now, but two, just to get like a more positive outlook because it seems like the people who are actually at home who are still working are feeling a lot better, like not necessarily good about it, but they're just like, it is what it is. I'm adapting. I'm working from home now and chilling in my pajamas all day <laughs> it's not bad totally uh, yeah i agree i think building on those relationships right and you know i don't want to i don't want to take away from the negative things that have happened like some people are being really impacted for by sure. this stuff right whether on a health level or economic level whatever it may be but at the same time it's like this is not the end of days 
and you know the, the world's still turning and things still need to happen we we all need it's just yeah so yeah it's nice hearing those things from those people because mm-hmm. you know then and, you know i look at it like yeah i'm still working i'm at home like 98 percent of the time right now it's yeah. rare that i'm leaving my house unless yeah. it's to take my kids for a walk or maybe get some groceries potentially uh or the occasional appointment that i can't handle um digitally or or on the phone but you know i'm getting to spend way more time with my kids and my wife and my dog than i normally get to with our line of work and i'm just trying to milk that as much as i can and and still try to stay productive uh, on top of it and i agree with you i think talking to other people uh, and hearing what they're doing and hearing their story and how things are going for them is uh it's it's just it's so key for for them and for us do you think long-term, regardless of real estate or not, but do you think just mm. social interactions, do you think this is kind of an eye-opener for a lot of people? Do you think we will like go back to handshaking as normal again? Or do you think it's more like this is per- projection of how social interactions are going to go in the future? That's a great question. Um, you know, I've heard other people talk about that a little bit as well. Some, some of it almost in like ingest and it's some of it, you know, becomes a little bit serious. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, you know, it's hard for me because I'm a, I'm a hugger, man. <laughs> like I'm a hugger, and I, you know, and I, and I like a good firm handshake. Like it's, I've always been um, that kind of guy. And it's, you're, you're right. I, I laughed when you said that earlier. It's like, where did this all come from? I, it's a great question, right? It's, it's you know, like, at what stage did people start doing this kind of stuff? And it's, uh, so I think that that's, um, that would be a tough change for me. But it might be something that has to happen. Mm-hmm. I think that at the very least, uh, you know. I've, I've always kept a, a thing of hand sanitizer in my car yeah. and I've always been like that. Just not because I'm a germaphobe, but just like we like shake so many hands <laughs> so and many, we yeah. touch so many doorknobs and all these different things all the time in our line of work. And to me, it's just like, you know, it just became a, a habit. Right. And, uh, so I would hope that if nothing else, people <laughs> learn on a, on a sanitary level, like not, even if people don't have bad, like don't have bad hygiene, but just to get a little bit better about it. But long term, yeah, are we doing the toe tap, right? Like, are, are we, uh, you know, or are we just saying hello and waving from afar? I don't know. It's a I, great question. I really hope it's not the toe tap. If it's a toe tap, I, I, so I might too, have man. to switch industries. Like, so. this is not for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm into the bow. I'm into a wave. Whatever, sure. uh, an air high five. Yeah. After the toe tap, I can't. I can't do it. No, I can't do the toe tap. No. It's uh, it's it doesn't doesn't work for me. But the yeah no yeah totally for me hello just you know or does it have to be any type of gesture right can it not just can it not just be hello yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's what like my mind kind of works in weird weird ways sometimes but I'm constantly thinking back of like who invented this handshake like w- when you walk into a social situation why is it why is it rude to not touch someone else like why do you have to touch them I don't get it. Who, who, yeah. who started that thing? Yeah, it's totally, right? and, you know, and it's funny you, you say that because uh, somebody like if you extend your hand and somebody refuses it, it's all like it's strange. Is there a bigger burn than that? Yeah, I don't know. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I, I love ending things on positive notes. So yeah, something that you are super excited about that you've been able to do more of in the last couple of weeks because you've been home. Yeah. Well, I think the, for me, I, you know, I just touched on it a little bit, but just the extra time I'm getting to spend with my family. Yeah. You know, Do you have two it's kids? Been, uh, 
I have two kids. Two kids I've yeah. got a, my, my oldest just turned four and then my other one's about a year and a half old, two boys. And, uh, you know, just getting to spend so much additional time with them and like at that age, they just change so fast. Right. So being able to watch it hands on a little bit more than I get to For normally sure. with, you know, my younger one adding all these words and my <laughs> older one just, it's just the, the energy between them and, and watch them with their mom. And the, it's just, uh, it's been very, very cool. And so I think that more than anything has been, uh, something really positive to hold on to. And when people are floating so much negativity out there. So totally, no, that's great for me. In a few weeks from now, though, when we go back to normal or however long it is, your kids are going to be like, Dad, where are you going? You're like, I got to go to work. And they're like, what's that? What's work? Yeah. What do you well, mean you're leaving? This is ridiculous. My oldest one's pretty funny, actually. He's, he says, Dad, it's okay. You can go work on your pewter. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, cool. Thanks, Dad. I'll just be a little while. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Corey, thanks for yeah. jumping on here. We will have thanks, to connect again it, soon it's, when uh, it is. It's an honor. Totally. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. I uh, would like to wish your son a very happy birthday. Happy fourth birthday. Yes. Thank you, sir. We're, we call it, it's his, it's his quarantine birthday party today. Love it. Just with the family. Love it. I did a, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't yeah, know if you keep, saw on social media. Doing, keep, say that again? I, I don't know if you saw on social media, I did a quarantine Olympics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like made You're up just, a bunch of games at home. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> might have to do a round two soon, but, uh, I've had, I had a bunch of like past clients and friends just reach out and be like, I'm doing this with my kid tonight. This is, that was so funny. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're having a good time with that, man. It's make, make the best out of tough scenarios, right? Totally. But, uh, you know, Danny, I got to say, keep pumping out the content, man. It's, uh, it's nice to have that extra boost of positive energy coming, especially coming from our local industry, right? When it's, when it's lacking. So keep sure. coming. I appreciate that a lot. Thanks, man. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.